everyone. Welcome back to another Barrel Proof Baseball Podcast Bottle Review. Today, we are going to be looking at a pretty popular bottle. Um, we're going to be talking about Basil Hayden's. I had a number of friends reach out and say, why don't you uh, review some Basil Hayden's and talk about it a little bit. So I have not had Basil Hayden's in a while, so I bought a bottle a little bit back and uh, I've been sampling this, trying to get some, some good tastes out of it, trying to learn about it a little bit so that I could give an accurate description of my feelings on Basil Hayden's. Basil Hayden's is out of Jim Beam. Um, it was the creation of Booker No in uh, 1992. Booker No, of course, is the maker of Booker's, which is wildly popular amongst bourbon fans. Uh, the Booker's, along with Baker's, Basil Hayden's, and Knob Creek, is a part of their small batch collection. Each one of the bottles in their small batch collection kind of offers something different. Basil Hayden's is more of their entry one at 80 proof, and then you've got the Knob Creek coming in at 100 proof. Booker's, uh, I'm sorry, Baker's at 107, and Booker's at, I believe, about 122. So you're dealing with some similar things about each bottle coming out of Jim Beam. However, the proof point makes it very, very different, very distinguishable between the four bottles. So um, Basil Hayden's is a very popular bottle. A lot of people like it. It's actually probably more popular in the mainstream uh, general public than any of the others are. If you, if you go into any store, you're going to find a bottle of Basil Hayden sitting there. And it's it's catchy, like it's eye it's eye popping. You know, this to me, this bottle is pure marketing genius. The bottle itself is not special; it just looks like a regular glass bottle, no cool shape to it. But they put this paper like poncho looking thing on it, with a piece of wood, little wood deal around it. Uh, it's got a metal thing and a metallic BH on there as well. So it looks really neat. You've got foil up there and a paper that goes over the top, making it look like it's a bottled and bond uh, expression. And it looks really cool. I mean, it's a neat looking bottle. It really is. It's a cool bottle to have on your shelf. Um, you know, I think people who are not into bourbon as much would see this and go, yeah, like, that's a really cool looking bottle. I, I, I like having that. So I'm going to give you kind of my opinion on this. and I'm going to give you both sides of it. The first side is, this is a terrific entry bourbon. For anybody that's looking to get in more, get more into bourbon or increase their bourbon knowledge or their, uh, their home bourbon bar, this is a great entry into that um, hobby, that adventure, whatever you wanna call it. It's great for that because it's a low proof. It's 80 proof, which is legally the lowest proof point that a, a whiskey can be to be considered bourbon. So if it's any lower, it's just whiskey. It can't be considered bourbon below 80 proof. So this coming in at 80 proof is as low as bourbon can be considered bourbon. So I think that's kind of why the Jim Beam company decided to put this in their small batch collection because now you have a low proof point, an entry bourbon working all the way through like a mid range up to the top part with the, with the bookers. Now, for people that are just now trying this for the first time, I think they're probably going to like it. They're gonna taste it and they're gonna use words like smooth. 
um, because it's it's smooth. It is smooth. There's a smoothness to it because there's not much proof to it. So you don't get a lot of spice. Now with, with this, you're also having a bottle that is 67% uh, corn, 23% rye, and 10% malted barley. 23% rye in a bourbon would be considered a high rye bourbon. So at the very least, given the fact that this is a lower proof, uh, you're not gonna get a spice from that, but you will get somewhat of a spice from the rye content that is in this mash bill. I, I like the fact that there's rye in this because if, if there wasn't, it would be, it would be too low of a proof without any sort of like distinguishable burn or spice to it. So it needed something to, to add a um, little bit of that richness, like a little spice, a little kick, a little something saying that this is bourbon, like this isn't, you know, light caramel juice. So it's good that there's that, that rye content in here. When trying this out for the first time, you're not gonna be overwhelmed by anything about this bottle. You're not gonna be overwhelmed by the nose, you're not gonna be overwhelmed by the taste, and you're not gonna be overwhelmed by the finish. It's just a nice entry bottle for people looking to get into bourbon. This bottle was made uh, in honor of Meredith Basil Hayden. Uh, Mr. Hayden was a rye farmer in Maryland. So in honor of the rye farming, they decided to make this bottle for Mr. Hayden um, and increase the rye content, you know, in honor of him. So it's cool. It's a cool story, you know, and it's a really cool bottle. So outside of the entry point for bourbon, um, moving forward into people who are maybe a little bit more experienced or who like higher proof bourbons or have, have really sampled a lot of different bourbons, uh, I would say don't touch this no matter what. Now, I say that because I don't like it. Um, I think it's not very good. And I think that for a couple of reasons. One being the 80 proof point might be okay if it were a rye, like a full rye whiskey, but a, the bourbon at 80 proof, I can go and get an Old Forester 86 um, or countless other bottles at 90 proof and have just a little bit more flavor, a little more kick, a little bit more complexity in the palate. This doesn't offer any of those. So for me, like trying to go to an 80 proof is just not gonna, it's not gonna cut it for me. Um, there's, there's a couple of other ones that are coming in at like 80 to 86 proof and I, I don't typically tend to drink those. I, I, don't, I don't know if I have any or many below 90 proof. I just prefer that, you know, that 90 to 105 proof as being more of that sweet spot for where you get a lot of different characteristics out of bourbon. 80 for me just doesn't cut it. It doesn't get me to um, that point that I want to be at with flavors. The flip side um, with the proof argument is the cost argument. I got this for $28.99, which is the lowest I've ever seen it. Uh, two days ago, I was at the grocery store, I was looking around, I happened to walk down the whiskey aisle, which doesn't normally happen, and I saw this sitting on the shelf for $49.99. If I paid $50, I would be heartbroken and sad. This is not a $50 bottle. There's so many 
better $50 bottles out there. I mean, there's a lot of really good bottles that I've enjoyed lately um, that are at $50 that are way, way, way ahead of this. So if you spent $50 on this bottle, you got ripped off. If you spend $30 on this bottle, that's fine. I wouldn't pay a penny over that. Um, if I ever saw it over $30, I would not touch it at all. But for the sake of an entry bourbon for $30, it's totally fine. But don't go backwards to this bottle. If you've not had it and you've been drinking bourbon, don't go back to this. Um, I just don't, I don't think you'll like it. And I, I mean that politely. I just don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth I don't think it warrants a $50 price point. I don't think there's anything special about it. It's not rare. Um, it's not it, it, It's not an incredible quality. Um, it's not a super high proof. It's not anything that warrants a $50 proof. Or, I'm sorry, a $50 cost. So just my suggestion, $30, get it if you haven't had it. $50, don't touch it no matter what. Um, that's just me. So... Let me know, leave some comments below. I'd be really curious to see for people who have had Basil Hayden's, if they really like, because a lot of people are big fans. Uh, there's a lot of people who this is like their go-to bourbon and they really don't drink anything else. They're gonna drink Basil Hayden's, that's their everyday drink, um, they'll mix it. Um, that's, and I get it, it's a, it's a reliable drink out of a really good company. So I understand the, the appeal of it. Like I said, it's just not for me. So, um, but yeah, leave some comments. Let me know what your, what your thoughts are. If you've had it, if you really like it, if you don't like it, if I'm off, um, I may be, I may be wrong. I may be right. I think it's a song or I may be crazy. That's the other part, right? But I'm not crazy because I, I don't think it's good. I don't think you guys, I think you guys would agree with me. I don't think it's really good, but we'll see what you say. So as I check this out, as I know this, as I, as I, knows this glass. <clears throat> One thing I noticed is typically when I try and nose whiskeys, I try and like leave my nose, leave my mouth open so that I can kind of let the flavors get through all the way. And I don't feel like I'm singeing my nostrils, um, from the proof with this one. I feel like if I don't put my nose down in the liquid and close my mouth that I don't smell anything. It just doesn't have anything overpowering. It doesn't have an overpowering scent. It doesn't have an overpowering taste. Um, there's nothing that sticks out. There's no flavor that sticks out. There's nothing overwhelming. There's no spice. There's no fruit. There's no wood. Um, you get a little bit of caramel. You get a maybe a little vanilla. Um, and then a little bit of rye. You get that rye spice. The rye spice saves this. If it weren't for that rye, this would be watered down caramel juice to me the rye really helps the rye is needed it's the only thing saving this bottle i think in my humble opinion but um, the nose just it's, it's there's nothing there yeah nothing nothing to write home about and same thing for the taste so that's the shortest finish ever you, you take a sip, you swallow it, and it's gone. There's no lingering burn. There's no flavors that stick around. Like you can taste that there's rye, which, like I said, it's, it's the savior of this bottle. It's slightly caramel. I don't really get vanilla. 
Don't really get wood. Hmm. Yeah, it's not very like bourbony. I can say that with the Russell's Reserve. It's bourbony. It's got that wood, leathery type of a, a feel, a taste. This doesn't have any of that. So this falls way short of what my expectations would be of a $50 bottle. If I'm spending $50 on a bottle, I'm going to get something good. I'm going to get um, Wild Turkey Rare Breed would be my $50 bottle. It's tasty. It's about 116.8 proof. Um, it might be a little bit short, but I would go with a Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, even though it would be a little more. I'd get a couple of Buffalo Trace. I'd get a couple of Eagle Rare. Uh, but I would not buy this at $50. I think it's a gigantic ripoff if you spend $50 on this bottle. 30, 30 is fine. 30 can be justified because it's a great entry, entry bottle. Um, it's a great intro to bourbon. Although, even at that point, you're going to get a lot more bourbony type of a taste out of other bottles, even at $30. Um, Elijah Craig, small batch. Maker's Mark even, even as a weeded bourbon. Um, there's just too many. I, this for me, for my money, if I'm going to spend that, I'm going to go with the Knob Creek. It's in the same family. It's in the small batch collection from Jim Beam. This is 100 proof. It's aged nine years. It's got that nutty, like oakier type of a, a type of a flavor. This to me, at 100 proof, and this was less. This was $26, this was $29. So at less money, higher proof, better quality, better flavors. I'm going on this one, without a doubt, every single day of the week. I'm not. I'm gonna skip the Basil Hayden's. I'm not going with Basil Hayden's for $50. Even for $30, that takes a cake for me. That's gonna be the same, the same brand for less money and higher proof. And I really think most people are going to like this a lot more. If you're not a bourbon fan and you're just now starting and you're just getting into it and you're trying to figure out like what your palate is, this is fine to get a bottle of bourbon and, and taste it, but you're not going to start developing that palate, what you like from this, because it just doesn't offer much. Um, I think if you were to buy both of these and try them out, I think you'd see a significant difference in the flavors that these each offer. But like I said, you're starting out try this because this is what this show is geared towards is newer average bourbon drinkers if you want to take a step up from this go with the knob creek nine year hundred proof i think you'll like that one better but let me know if you've had that one leave some comments if you've had them both and you can compare them let me know uh, let me know if i'm right let me know if i'm wrong give me some thoughts give me some opinions uh, give me some feelings on what you like or don't like. And if there's bottles you want me to talk about, let me know. Uh, this was a bottle that was suggested that I try out. So I thought, all right, I haven't had it in a while. I'll go pick it up and I'll try it out. So if there's something you want me to try, I can't promise you I'm going to like it. I can't promise you that I'm going to talk positively about it. I do find a positive in Basil Hayden's, even though I don't like it. Um, I still find a positive in it and there's a place for it. So I'm going to be honest. You might not like it, but I'm going to be honest. So keep me updated. Let me know. Make sure you hit the subscribe button below. It helps me out a lot. It helps get the 
channel out to people. It helps it get a little bit more traction. So more people see it. So we bring more people around. Um, so hit the subscribe button. I don't care if you dislike it, that's fine, but hit subscribe. Let me know. That's only if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching it on or listening on Apple podcasts, subscribe to it, you know, get a listen to it and get notified whenever I release an episode, same with Spotify. So I'm really looking forward to the next couple of weeks. I've got some great guests coming on. I've got some people in baseball, some uh, players, some coaches. I've got a couple of distilleries coming on. So I'm super excited to talk to those guys about their whiskey making adventures and their distilleries. And I'm really looking forward to expanding it. So help me out, hit that subscribe button. And that will definitely continue to help growing this channel. Thanks again. Look forward to next time. Cheers.